One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. And welcome to our weekend release, our new bonus podcast episode from Help I Six with my boss, where we show how much extra content we can fit in for you just for the weekend, a little treat for the weekend, random things that have been sent in, extra bits from our week and how our advice went down to you, our wonderful G&Divas. We've been out and about for a couple of weeks, so it's good to be back on normal Grounds and uh, I'm back well, from as, no- as normal as we can get, as normal as we can get. And I'm, I'm I'm back from Spain. Thanks for all your lovely messages and stuff. Fortunately, I I was back well in advance of the. Um, yes, you slipped in just in time, didn't you? We weren't, weren't in time. I, I met it in days, but um, I do feel sorry for those people that have gone out and had to quarantine, and all those people that have booked holidays. So, yeah. Um, but I'm back all from those Spain. People trapped at the Spanish market. Do you want to see me tan lines? I've been. No, not really. I've been. St- I've, hang on, have a look. Oh, God! Actually, that is. Oh, Jordan, Jordan, just when you're doing this, please just be a little bit considerate as to what you're doing. Why? Because, I mean, I really like you, but I didn't need to see that. Did you just see some pubic hair? I saw a little bit. Right. Okay. I apologise. It's answered a couple of questions. Let's put it that way. I mean, what a great way to start the bloody episode. Great. Answered um, a couple of questions. What was that supposed to mean? Our first response is from someone called Ben. Not, we are told, actual Ben that we like. Another person called Ben. Apparently there is someone else called Ben. There are room for two Bens on this earth. Don't forget our Ben's Benedict. He's not, a, ben- he's not a Benjamin. He's a Benedict. Hello, William and Jordan. Listening to a recent episode of the podcast just made me need to comment about the northernness of Jordan North. How do you know I'm northern? I never mention it. Knock a door run, where I live in Gloucestershire, is known as cherry knocking. Not sure how, not sure why, but hearing it described by Jordan as a totally different phrase really made me think about the whole north-south divide. And actually, lots of people have been tweeting in to say what they call knock a door run in different parts of the world. Can you st- as- can you say it right? It's knock a door run. Knock a door run. Cherry knocking. That's so Gloucestershire. Oh, should we go cherry knocking? <laughs> Let's cherry knocking. <laughs> that's something like when Theresa May said, "What's the naughtiest thing you've done? Run through a farmer's field." What's the naughtiest? And she got lambasted for that. And I actually think if the people that are running the country actually, you would actually want to go. Yeah, they've got a good moral compass. No, we cherry knock, knock a door run was something you played when you were like 10, 11. The naughtiest. So can I, you just clarify clarify the rules for me? Because I have genuinely never played knock a door run, cherry knocking, or anything similar. You knock on a door and you run, and then if you're feeling extra. Naughty. You knock again and run. You're feeling. And whose doors were you doing this to? Just any randomer. 
any random but we never used to do it on like old people's doors we always like but how do you not know how do you know because we sometimes knew them on, on, on the state I grew up on they knew where everyone lived and then do you, do you hide and watch them answer the door yeah yeah but it's not the naughtiest thing of it. Did you? I bet, this is no, another I'm thing. sure it isn't. This is a. This is another thing. I bet. I bet you don't know what mischief night is, do you? Have we talked about this? I think we have. Mischief night. It's the night before Halloween where you go around egging people. No, that's Halloween. No, it's the night before Halloween. Ge- genuinely, we used to get letters sent home from school saying we advise that you don't let your any pupils go out on mischief night. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Ben's just said the best knockdown ginger is when you're walking randomly down the street and someone knocks on the door and you have to run away. It's Poor not ginger. You don't want to knock down her. Uh, Why no. Don't you knock down ginger. What's she done? But go on, go through the tweets because we've had loads of people telling us what they cooked. Up north, it was knock a door run. Uh, Llama giraffe says in Liverpool it was simply knock and run. Knock and run. Yeah. Uh, Craig says, oh my god, I don't even know where Craig's from, but it was called Chickenelli. Wow. Okay. Mark says where he lives, it's called Knock and Nash. Mm-hmm. Sounds like that would be a burger place in Shoreditch. Mm-hmm. And Helen in County Durham says it was Nicky Knocky Nine Doors. Nicky Knocky Nine Doors. She's a drag act from Manchester. She no, she's Nine Drawers. Yeah, she's not. She's from Blackpool. I've seen Nicky Knocky Nine do- Doors. Draws, doors, can't remember. But Ben's done a bit of research. God bless him, I had to have a lie down after he did this. And he's found... <laughs> Bloody hell, Ben's actually done some work. <laughs> he's found out other names that they call it. Um, it Nicky Knocky Nine... Oh, well, no, in Canada, apparently, it's Nicky Nicky Nine Doors. Knockout Ginger in, in South Wales. Where's Ginger Knock- come from? Knock it all run away in the northern England. It's not knock it all run away, it's just knock it all run. In the USA, it's Ding Dong Ditch. Of course. Hey, let's have a game of Ding Dong Ditch. I would not play knock, knock it all run in America. I wouldn't. I've got one fear from this, right? Anyone that's listening that used to play football, what did you call cuppies? So it, it was cuppies was all, what's basically cuppies? cuppies is all against all. One person in net. And then it's all against Roland. Is that it's like 40-40? Like no, it's called Cuppies or World Cup, World Cup Willie. Uh, Ben's just said it was called Wembley. Yeah, it used to be called Wembley I Singles. Had, I had such a different childhood. We didn't call it Wembley. So anyone that used to play footy, get in touch and we'll do this in the next bonus episode. Presumably you didn't call it Wembley because people from Burnley weren't used to actually going. No, Wembley. but I know, I know a lot of mates used to call it Wembley. We called it Cuppies or World Cup Willie. And it was like Cuppies Singles, oh, Cuppies Doubles, Wembley Single. So, yeah. What games did you play with your friends, William, in your childhood? Apart from well, having a full-on newsroom. Oh no, that well, that that was in my teenage years. Uh, pre-teen, um, my friend Ashley and I would we did we did we did a performance of the Bible retold with Beanie Babies. <laughs> no, it was no no, it was good. Congo was Jesus. Hissy the snake as Judas Iscariot. Moose was Bartholomew, one of the disciples, and Slayer, the, the snake, sort of dragon snake beanie baby, was Satan. And we were going to perform this to my parents, but rather patronisingly, we decided that my parents wouldn't get the concept of the Bible retold with beanie babies. So instead, we scrapped plans for the Bible retold, and we just did a light show where we got every single light that we could possibly find 
uh, in the house or anything that admitted a light, played some ELO and just flicked the switches for the lights in the little barn and made my parents sit through that. So we did the electric light spectacular. Right. I mean, Age nine. And you've wondered why... Did you ever do the, my father went to CCC to see what he could CCC and all that he could CCC was a bottom of the blue CCC. What were they called? No, because I wasn't a girl. Oh, <laughs> I used to do that and I turned out all right. Yeah. I never good at skipping. Really? Mm, never good at skipping. Yeah, anyway, next, next, right. next, well, next, uh, next item, please, William Hansen. Dear William, Jordan and producer Ben, I hope you are well and enjoying the lovely British summer, semi-post-lockdown. This isn't a dilemma or problem, but I thought I would send it in for your newish bonus episode. When I was at school, I think in year 11, which was approximately eight years ago, William came to teach... Oh, my God. William came to teach my year group etiquette for the day. No! Part of of end-of-term fun. Shut up! Yes, I remember this. I was at an all-girls school in Warwick, I know the one, and wonder if you remember this. Oh, God. I don't want to read the rest of this. Please at, do. At the time, I thought William was... Oh, my God! How dare you, Lucy! At the time, I thought William was quite irritating. And it didn't help that I thought it was ridiculous that a modern school was attempting to teach their students, no apostrophe, etiquette lessons. When I found your podcast a few years ago, I realised it was William and remembered that I had met him. And at the time I thought, how dare you, Lucy? And at the time I thought very little of him. However, you'll be pleased to hear that I'm now a huge fan of William and love listening to your podcast and taking part in your Saturday etiquette quiz on Instagram. I like to also think that I did learn something from your trip to my school, as I'm quite good at writing formal letters and laying a dinner table. Yours sincerely, Lucy. What the... As if you... So how, how long ago was so this? So a lot of... A core part of my business is going into different schools, I'm available, to go and teach etiquette, often to people at end of year, and to, to go and teach them, you know, things ready for their university or job applications. And this particular school in Warwick, I visited for about six or seven years. And uh, yes, Lucy, I, 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 had a, I always had great fun. I always loved coming to that particular school. Uh, but it's nice to know what one of the pupils thought. And, and I, I won't cry at all about it tonight. So don't you worry about it, Lucy. So, I would love, because I've, I've done for Bite Size, BBC Bite Size, and I've loved yeah, it. Like d- different type of school. Yeah, I know. I was just saying, and I have for that, and I've loved it. And I have gone into some schools there, and you're like, I mean, phew, rough. Doesn't even I think Lucy's dis- Luce, school, I always, because we're talking about, we often start off the sessions talking about first impressions. And then I asked them what their first impression of me was. And I think Lucy's school, maybe, who knows, it could have been, it could have even been Lucy, it could have been her year, was the school that told me that I looked like a spoon collector. <laughs> and to be fair, that's, that's half right, because I do collect antique cutlery. Uh, wow. I had a client a few months ago who was a lovely 20-year-old chap. Who, oh, yeah. Needed a bit of polish, let's put it that way. And that's all right. Enrolled. And uh, we were doing body language. And it got to the point where we were talking about uh, pupil dilation. Because when you, uh, when you see something that you like, uh, your pupils often dilate and they get bigger. Which is why cosmetic firms in the 80s and the 90s used to Photoshop their models who were modelling their mascara or their lipstick to have bigger pupils so that people 
that saw the advert responded in a more positive way. Anyway, so I showed two pictures of pupil dilation, one with smaller pupils and one with heavily dilated pupils, in order to say which one were you more attracted to or more drawn to and what does it mean. And God bless this chap who needed polish. Uh, I said, so what does bigger pupils mean? And he said, oh, MDMA. <laughs> and I said, no, not, that's not really what I meant. I mean, it, it, trust me, you can tell someone's been on MDM day. Um, <laughs> so it's not, not easy for dyslexic, that drug. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell if someone's been on MDMA, if they're not chewing the carpet, the pupils are like... Um, but yeah, fair enough. Big news, though, Jordan. Yep. We are number... in, in, in like, So, you know, podcasts, a bit like music. So this is, I'm talking your language now. A bit like music... Podcasts are in charts, okay? Yep. There's like yep. there's like a big top forty for charts, and I I heard big top forty and I got quite excited, but apparently it's not what it what I thought it meant. And with our podcast, <laughs> I've just clicked onto that big top forty. Anyway, in Barbados, have you ever been to Barbados, Jordan? No, I can't say I have. Well. That may change, because in the podcast charts in Barbados, we are number 38. We are the 38th most popular podcast in Barbados. That's amazing. It is amazing. Oh, Rihanna is from Barbados. Our tour in 2022 is going to be London, Glasgow, (laughs) Leeds, Sheffield, Manchester, (laughs) Bristol, Barbados. We're going to Barbados, baby. If you've written into the show before and you want to let us know what happened after we shared our advice, you can drop into our DMs on social media or send us an email, help at sexandmyboss.com. These bonus episodes are all the little leckers that... Why have you put the word little in again, Ben? I don't... These bonus episodes are all the little letters that we get that aren't dilemmas or problems. So if there's anything else you want to get in touch with us, something you just see and think, oh, I've got to tell William and Jordan about that, or William and Jordan love that, then do get in touch. William, thank you very much. I've got people coming around for the lamb with sumac yoghurt in a minute, and I really don't know how I'm going to cook it. We're not even meant to drink during the bonus episode. Good luck. <laughs>